We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, the losing yep. streak is over. Dude, it's, been, it's felt like it's been a year, maybe two, maybe three. You see Steph raising his hands, like <laughs> like clapping, like a mock celebration, like they, like they won a championship. This is where we're at. I'm happy, though. Good enough. We'll take it. I, you know, it wasn't a good game, and... I'm I'm not necessarily feeling good, but like you and I both knew they just needed to get a win and figure it out from there. Like inevitably when you're on a losing streak and they threw it on the broadcast, I didn't realize it, but it been <laughs> since Steph's rookie year that he's lost six in a row. Like that's kind of a wild. Is that true? Shot, right? Is that root? Is think, that true? Wow. I gotta look I gotta look it up, but it's 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 up there in terms of how long. It's been since he's been on a losing streak, particularly a losing streak at home, like that. Oh my god! So, so even even that team that that basically tanked for Wiseman. I'm assuming I'm assuming they're not counting the games he was out injured. Okay. Because there's no okay. there's no way that okay. yeah because that that team lost six in a row many times. <laughs> okay, I mean um, no, that's a, that's a crazy stat. It's a little but but it, but it, but inevitably like they were on a bad losing streak. They probably should have snapped it against OKC. There's at least two mm. games in that that they should have. Anyway, putting that behind us, ugly win, but a win nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And some interesting quotes post game about that. But you know, here we are. They are off of it, and we'll take it, it when we move. It, it feels like that's the general vibe of this team right now. Is that even when they get a win like this, uh, you know, one twenty one, one fifteen, or whatever it was, it doesn't feel like a a super all right, we're, we're absolutely back type of game, right? It's not a, we're good, we move forward, we've clicked, we fi- it's not a we figured something out game. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not like they figure out uh, defense or they figure out offense. I, Sam, to me, they just shot the cover out of the ball tonight. Like, that's probably the number one thing we should talk about is that, yeah. I mean, Steph made shots, Steph's always made shots, Wiggins made shots tonight, Clay made shots tonight, and Chris Paul made shots. Chris Paul's been making shots the last couple games, but he made shots tonight, Dario made shots tonight. So, like, that's it. <laughs> they made almost 33s tonight, Sam. Like, that's that's why they won tonight's game. 
That is why they want to. Know I guess game. that's what how regression and, works, right? <laughs> and what was I going to say? Here we go. We got. I got the crit. Okay. Three. So it feels like the shot overall for you and his team is starting to come around. Yeah, I think we're just finding a good rhythm. You know, that last game against OKC was a tough loss. We wanted to come back in here and bounce back. Uh, it's been an up and down season for us so far, and we we gonna figure it out. Rick Chris, it looks like you guys have figured out the offense. 18 made threes last game, 21 made threes tonight. A combination of yourself in pick and roll, but also dropping the ball in the post a little bit, collapsing the defense. I feel like you guys really generated high-quality looks for Steph, Clay, and Andrew Wiggins tonight, and yourself as well. Yeah, we've just been talking about ball movement a lot. I've played against this team a lot in the past, and the way they move the ball, we're just trying to get back to that, trying to get open looks and, and keep the ball moving. We're just this one didn't have the other quote I wanted to say, but he said, we're not going to really figure it all out until Draymond's back. Um, and overall, like, I can't disagree with him. Up and down, it's still kind of an ugly thing. They are starting to figure some stuff out on offense, but until Draymond's back, it's going to kind of be like this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, Shangun's kind of beasting you in the middle. Even Jamari Smith is getting free walks into the rim right don't the guy that really wasn't impressive to me was Jalen green tonight looks like whew, he might be it might be a rough future for him they've got some other really good young guys right like i enjoy shangun and those guys but yeah i mean sam it looked like it was pretty easy for those guys to score the entire game even when the warriors went up like 13 right it, because they don't have draymond and because they don't have gp2 right too like he, he looks like he's gonna be back soon but because they don't have those two guys i mean those are your two best defensive players it, it gets it's pretty rough out there so they just they just had to shoot like they shot tonight to i mean like they were never they were never in doubt to win this game at least right we were never were you really stressed uh, were that they were going to lose this this game i mean it wasn't it wasn't in doubt right the okc game's a little different but this one yeah and and like tying to it so let's just talk to offense then a little bit i mean it's (laughs) we're 15 games into the season and this is a this is a chris paul team i'm sorry it just right now like he he's talking about them moving the ball. I don't know that I saw much ball movement. I think I saw a Chris Paul offense is what I saw tonight. And like the numbers dictated too. he had 12 assists. The team had 26 Steph basically played like a shooting guard all game because he's Steph Curry. It doesn't much matter because he'll score 32 on 14 shots. And you know, it's like, it's a chicken or the egg thing there. Like, is he just floating off ball because Chris Paul is kind of that kind of point guard or is he doing the, I'm conserving my energy and I'm just going to hit shots when I need to, uh, because you could convince me either way with him, the way it goes. Yeah. It felt a little bit like, honestly, I couldn't tell you, but it felt a little bit like the latter in the beginning where it's just like, okay, I get it. He wants to keep guys involved. They, they gave clay the ball for like, seven straight oh, he, he had like nine shots in the first eight minutes yeah <laughs> that felt like a concerted effort from Steph to say like hey I'm, I'm not gonna shoot uh we're just gonna get the ball to claim we're just gonna get him going no matter what which sure I mean he got going a little bit tonight um and then last game you saw that with wigs yeah I I agree with you it's it's not exciting to watch the exciting thing but I also think Steph I think wants that right now I think Steph partly doesn't want to be the guy that has to be on ball all game long. I think he's pretty happy. Oh, he's told he's told he's told us that like time <laughs> and time again. I think he's that it's like I'm I'm not trying to wear myself down doing that in November. Right. So I think part of that is what they're doing. The other part is, you know, part of that is Draymond would be doing a lot of what Chris Paul would be doing right now too, 
what is really not making it a Warriors type offense to me, Sam, is that when you think of a Warriors offense, right, dude, they like they get a stop, they get a rebound, and then they get a transition three, right? We're not seeing that right now right. because they don't have Draymond. In. <laughs> just, just, just that's it. They don't have Gudala, who's one of the greatest defenders of his generation. I'm talking years ago, but hey, those guys get stops. You kick it, Clay, Steph, transition three, boom, right? We just we don't we're not seeing that right now. It might be that simple. It might be just look, man. I'm used to the Warriors playing one way. I I want to watch them kind of turn defense into offense and play yeah, yeah. with a little more movement, get into transition more. Did you know they were last in transition in the NBA entering tonight's game? Oh wow. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me, you know. But that's like wow. they're just not getting into transition in general and like those are the things that are associated with this team during the entire Steve Kerr era. And it might just be as simple as Draymond's not there. Like who's Looney's not pushing in transition, you know, like uh, Dario Saric is not ripping and running like he's Draymond or is he getting stops? Like he's Draymond. Right, right, right. You know, right. so it's just kind of like, it might just be, he's a special player. Like yep. I know people love to call him a role player, system player, <laughs> whatever it is, man, it, it <laughs> He is a system player because the Warriors system doesn't work without him. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. I mean, that, that they may miss him. I mean, they, they miss him on defense. I'm not going to do the zag that like they may miss him on offense more than they miss him on defense. But when you look at stuff like this, I mean, they had to shoot. We got the box score up in front of here. They shot 21 of 43 from, from three. They shot 50% from three tonight, and they win the game by five. Like, I don't want to be a reductive person but that is that's not that's not great it's I mean, not, they shot it that well against okc and they lost but like your, your point stands yeah, like if if you shoot the three that well and you're Ooh. getting 40 plus of them up you should walk away with the game uh and if you don't it just speaks to the fact you can't do anything else other yeah. than shoot the ball so that's kind of where we're at again Game three of his suspension. We're not going to see him Wednesday. We're not going to see him Friday. It is what it is. They're going to like, honestly, if they can, if they can get above 500 when he comes back as ugly as it's all been, like you got to take that and you got to run with it. It is what it is that I I think it's just that simple. Like I want to make bigger picture takes on it and you just can't until you see them with uh, their defensive anchor. And I, I don't know, is Draymond their second best player? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's, he's by far the second best, second best player right now. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, you may be mad. He got himself suspended. You may be annoyed at everything he's done, but you don't have a replacement. You don't have someone else. So until we see him with him, it's not a completely fair read on where they are as a team. They got the Suns on Wednesday, who've been kind of up and down, kind of like the Warriors, and then the yeah, Spurs, similar. which is winnable, winnable game, right? So you win both, you get out of there. Um, but I, I yeah, think- I, I think I'm I'm kind of with your sentiment though. I just watching this, it's just you know, and we don't want to be the fun. bad guys here. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, man, I don't. Uh, it's a game you win by twenty. You know what I mean? Let me watch the Chiefs and Eagles and uh, in no, peace. <laughs> and it's like, and like, let's be honest, Houston's on a back to back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Yudoka has done a good job of taking them from being like a joke to like, this is a respectable team, you know? And uh, Sangoon's a star in the making. Like they, they got some positive things there. But How good do you think it's going to be? Uh, better than Sabonis. 
Ooh. But not as good as Jokic. I love that those are the two obvious comps. I think he might be better than Sabonis this year, honestly. Oh. Like, I don't know, man. I haven't seen Sabonis drop 30 on the Warriors. <sighs> you know? Sabonis, I, bad matchup for the, yeah. Sabonis has a C's. It might be, it might just be a matchup thing. You're right. Like, it might just be Lee just owns Sabonis. And so I don't give him the the credit he deserves because he's a good player. Yeah. Um, but like I, I don't know, Shangun, he I don't want to compare him to Jokic because it's just it's like when people compare anyone who can hit an off the dribble three to Steph. Like, no, they're not like him, you know. But like he does have that like comfortable with his patience and just hitting flip shots through contact thing. Which is very hard to do. So he likes I don't know, to I play through contact. Good. I like him. I like it because of that. He likes to play through contact. That's not. It's not something. He's coming. He, yeah, he's. He, it's like, look. Do you think he's been slow at every level he's played? Yeah. So he just he just knows how to play within himself. And I don't know what the limit for him is, but I think he's gonna be an all star. I think he's he's objectively Houston's best player. Yeah. And he's and he's. I think he's. Yeah, he's only twenty one. He was actually drafted after Kuminga and and uh, Moody. The chat the says sixteenth. The chat said he yeah, got drafted sixteenth. Yeah, looking Insane. up his exact birthday. Um, yeah, Insane. No. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's, but yeah, he's he's right there. So I think he's a pretty pretty good player. I don't know about that, but to your point, like whiffing on Jalen Green number two kind of hurts. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that he's ever oh. going to be anything for them. Uh, Amen Thompson, who they took this year. Just is hurt, so I, f- I feel like if he's a dude, then they 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 got something. But like, I don't really know where he stands right now. Yeah, I mean, his brother's playing okay, right? He's playing well defensively, pretty so good, sure. honestly. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure, it'd be fine. But yeah, okay. So to back to your point, you're you're right, right? The the Rockets are a solid team, but this is one at home that they're all zero five on the on the road. I mean, they're zero five on the road. This is when mm-hmm. you've got to win. When they one day should have won going away, but whatever. Like like you said, keep it moving. It's something that they had to do to get over the hump, and you kind of wait for Draymond next up let's um let's pull up steve kerr's audio from pregame because yes because yes. it was uh it was a thing doozy i don't know like i said it's you know it, it sometimes it's really clear and it just happens and then other years it um it's not as clear and you have to experiment and you have to give guys opportunities and um it's really hard when you're losing to decide on on your top nine or ten um so we just got to keep going and, and uh, try to win each game and see see what takes shape. Does this remind you of a season from uh, previously? Mm, not really. I, I would say most of the time since I've been here, we've had, um, you know, a, a pretty clear top nine or ten. Um, I don't think we've had a, a season where I felt like twelve or or a possibility on any given night. It's a good. That's a good sign, though. You know, we got a, a really good roster, but we've just got to figure it out, and and it's going to mean that there are going to be some some people who are unhappy, and that's you know that's it's going to be how it goes. Yeah, last one on this. Um, I mean, in some ways, at times, your young guys are you know can be performing better than your veterans. How difficult? Is, is that decision of potentially lowering veteran minutes for young guys? Yeah, and, and all that has to be factored in. I mean, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm really um, patient, and I've got guys who are championship players. And, you know, you, you look at Clay and Wiggs early on, they both have struggled. But I'm of the opinion that we 
we got to show some patience because we know what they are. And you look at Wiggs the other night. I mean, he looked he looked great. And so I, I think our patience has been rewarded. Um, you know, I think I think you're going to see a different Wiggs from here on. And I think the same thing's going to happen with Clay. So um, all of that factors in in the early part of the season when, you know, I would say a guy like Moses, for example, I think he deserves more playing time. I think he's played really well, and he's and he, you know he's just got such a great approach. And um, but you know, there's there's a lot of factors as to why he hasn't, and and some of that is we're trying to get, you know, Clay and Wiggs going. Some of it is we're you know trying to play some other guys as well and and see what some combinations look like. So that's the uh, the difficult part if you're a player involved. Um, you you do everything you can, and you still might not be rewarded and uh, it's frustrating but it's all part of the job i feel like this is the only like meta story to talk about at this point they want tonight but what do you think this team's ceiling is even if you insert draymond green in and we're playing chris paul 35 minutes steph curry 35 minutes clay thompson 35 minutes uh, obviously Draymond would be in that 30 some minute category and all the guys who are under the age of 30, I'll throw this there too. All the guys who are under the age of 30, the Moody, the Kuminga, the Bajemskis, they're playing 15 to 20 minutes. Do you think that like they can get past the second round with something like that? Yeah. I, coming into the season, I thought they were a second round team. So I, I'm going to, nothing I've seen has really changed my mind about this team that they're a second round team and uh, to Steve Kerr's quote, his patience with the vets is I think on one hand, I think very fair, right? I, I think it's very fair. I, I think you've got to believe in your guys. Uh, they've been your guys forever. I don't think you can just say, Hey, you're going to go play 15 minutes a game. But I think on the flip side is very much a, well, I don't, know if these guys are going to get you to a championship ceiling anymore. And I, I think maybe that's specifically even to Clay, less so than Wiggins. Because I, I do feel like Wiggins is kind of I, – I do think he'll get back. Like, I think he'll be fine just because he's younger. But I think with someone like Clay, it's if you want to get past the second round, if you want to beat the Lakers again or you want to beat the, the Nuggets, hell, if you play them in the second round – I'm, I'm worried about beating Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota, Minnesota. Let's throw Minnesota in there, right? Uh, New, New well, maybe not New Orleans, but Minnesota in there. Uh, whatever. I don't think you can do that. Just saying, hey, I'm gonna ride these guys in the regular season, thirty-two, three, four minutes, and just say, all right, Kaminga, put eighteen minutes tonight, right? Like same thing. And then he goes out the end of the his little speech and goes, yeah, I mean, we gotta find Moody more minutes, but you know, there's a couple factors why we can't do that. And it's like, well. <laughs> then what the fuck are we doing here? If you're not going to have the chance to de de develop these guys, then I don't know, man. Unless Clay turns the clock back five years, I, I don't think you guys are good enough to win anything of value. Yeah, that's that's kind of where that's where I'm at with it. It's like, on the one hand, I think he just wanted to win tonight. And... It, they got the win, so I can't, I can't, like... There's nothing else to say there. On the other hand, it's like... I don't know if Moses Moody and Jonathan Kuminga can be those young athletic wings that take this from a first, second round team to a uh, Western Conference Finals finals team. But I do know if you're trying to guard 
some of the younger, more athletic teams with a 39-year-old Chris Paul, a 36-year-old Steph Curry, and a 34-year-old but two surgically repaired legs, so in some ways even older Clay Thompson, it's pointless. It's not going to happen. So you got to invest a little more time in the young guys because it's your only shot. It really is your only shot. Like play those guys more. Either they take a jump and there's been times since preseason. I felt like Moses moved like they're on the verge of it, but I'm not, you know, like you're like 50% like, Oh, is it is next game? You're like, eh, I'm not quite sure. They're, they're like close. Right. But it's, it's like, you have to give them those opportunities because your roster is just capped out otherwise. If not, it, it's, it's capped out. Old, that's the way to, that's the way to put it. <laughs> that is the way to put it. Your roster is capped out. And and dude, if I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think either of those guys are good enough to, to get them there. I, I don't think they are, but you gotta find you gotta find out, right? You gotta find out more than that what they find out found out so far. Yeah, like, and, and also you if it doesn't work, then tra- you gotta trade them then. So the trade deadline is for, right? Then 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 well then and you- that, and that's See, that's the other part of it. Like, let's say you're right. Let's say they're not good enough. Them playing 25 minutes a game and putting up better numbers is going to open up more trade options for you. Unless they're completely like Wiseman-esque. But like you you just couldn't play him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just can't see a scenario where Moody looks terrible in 25. I, if he's playing 25, 26 minutes but maybe you're like, eh, it's still not the guy. Odds are he's still gonna intrigue someone as a trade target, right? Also, it's better for it. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying you should play him just to trade him. I, I think you should play him to see what you got and see if you know if he can be that like more athletic three and D wing, you know, not young clay, but like someone who can like give you something similar to what like 25 year old clay gave you right or well, that's, that's and i mean end of the day what they what <laughs> they've been doing hasn't worked so it doesn't matter what the hypotheticals are what they've been doing hasn't worked and to me the, the biggest ones are wiggins right they've kind of let him kind of do whatever he wanted in the past year that hasn't worked this year i'm talking about this year it hasn't worked this year and then with clay they're just giving him all the shots and all the minutes that he wants. Hasn't worked. That's two guys. You're a third guy, Draymond. They've kind of just, again, let him kind of do whatever he wants. That hasn't it's worked. It's just who he is. It's just who, and he yeah. hasn't played in over in almost half the games uh, uh, this team Dude, is going to play. He's only played, during tonight's game, he's only played 32% of their total minutes. Like, <laughs> he's just, just put, just like being frank about it, he's missed two thirds, more than two thirds of the season. Those are those are your three out of your four guys. You know what I mean? And now that you're also playing Chris Paul 34 minutes and you're playing him next to Steph where you don't have enough defense. It's just it's just really, really rough all around and it reflects in the record. They're seven and eight. They're not five hundred. So we don't get to sit here and talk about how things are amazing when they win a game. They're still seven and eight. They're they're a playing team right now. Um and I just wanna and I just wanna throw it out there one more case. You may not think Moody and Kuminga can take that step in the next 50 to 70 games. But I know they're not going to take that step when they're hamstrung like this, you know? Like, I'd rather just see it because I, I just have no faith in this setup doing anything of substance. No. That's kind of where I'm at with it. You know what? I won big last week on Sleeper. Yeah. I won big. And so I decided to roll it over and play three props for tonight's game. I played Steph with the over, which just always hits. 
even when he's not playing, even when he's like not trying, he hits the over. I play, played Fred Van Vliet's over, which absolutely did not hit. Uh, it doesn't really matter beyond that, you know. It it doesn't. Yeah. Looney didn't hit the rebounds. I thought he would because I thought Shangun was going to play. I thought we'd get, you know, Looney'd have to play 25, 26 minutes, and he's just a machine on the boards. Anyway, I did not hit. That's the way it goes. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But the good thing is, I won a five plus to one bet last week, so I'm still up. Yes, sir. It's still up. Thanks to Sleeper Fantasy, and and don't forget. Use the promo code LIGHTYEARS. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms are used for details. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything like he did tonight, like he does every night. And the Curry 11s are specifically designed with the ultimate bounce. Grip and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on and off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet, locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stop in your tracks with the dual-density UA flow, cushioning and traction, an emergency break you don't even notice. Steph's 11 signature shoe steps into the second decade of a sneaker career, pulling colorful inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these shoes with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA. Wherever you go, do your thing, change the game. The current the Curry 11 Future Curries is available now at currybrand.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Uh, everybody should be doing therapy. I did it for six years uh, through some of the some of the roughest times in my life. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime with no additional charge this time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of these things therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash light years today to get 10 percent off your first month better help h-e-l-p dot com slash light years that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash light years. All right, let's get Adam up here. All right, to the goons. What we What's got, up, guys? What we How got? you doing, man? Good, good. Well, I got a concern from watching that game. And so I want to ask you guys this. Do you guys think we were duped by JK's preseason leading the league in scoring? Because from what I saw tonight especially with some of his basketball IQ decisions, like, you know, not taking Jeff Green off, you know, off the dribble, t- attacking the basket. He does a, a three instead. And his he, he has a tendency to do these, like, mid-range fadeaways, like he's Kobe or Dirk. And then that those instances where we saw him get those back-to-back fouls with the technical, usually you would see Kerr pull him out in previous years doing that. But part of me thinks he's trying to 
maybe buff up his trade value a little bit just so we have that optionality before the deadline. So I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on what you what you're thinking so far of JK because you know it's his third year and everything. And if we don't see this breakout this year, I don't know when we'll see it. So just want to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Have a good night, fellas. Appreciate the call, my man. I mean, he's inconsistent. Like I, I'll be the first one to say he's inconsistent. I, my my entire thing, and your point is correct. He'll make a wow play and then follow it up with one where it's like, where is your head? You know, like, and and that's just kind of the that's the Kuminga experience right now. He makes a uh, that that dunk on the fast break. You're just like, my God, you know, and then and then follows it up with getting beat backdoor for a layup that like anyone should should be aware of going on. It's up and down with him. That's why I'm my whole thing is coach him up. Be like your priority shouldn't be Clay Thompson and Chris Paul over him. Those guys should know how to play basketball. Your priority as a coaching staff should be being on him and actively coaching him up during the game a little more. I don't know if he's going to take a step. I don't know if I don't know what you're going to get out of him this year. I just know He's the only guy with the physical skill set to do the things you need to actually be uh, a potential good defensive team. Uh, and so it's worth it to try instead of just being like, he doesn't get it to the bench. Chris, get in there. You know, like it's, it seems it's, it's pointless to me. I be the bad guy here, but I, I just, I just don't think he knows how to play basketball the way that they want him to play basketball, man. Like I just, and I think part some of it is just I don't think he knows how to play basketball, a winning style of basketball. Like I'm watching Jalen Green tonight, and and I'm watching John the Kaminga, and I'm just like, uh, those guys probably like deserve those guys kind of deserve each other. <laughs> like they kind of just like need to be on a team to just shoot like 18 times together. Uh, they're they're kind of flawed uh, to try to play defense at a, on a team level. Uh, they kind of really don't know where to be on offense outside of let me get the ball and do my thing. Uh, I don't really know how to cut screen. Like, I don't know, Sam, I, I'm going to sound like an asshole. I just don't know. Don't think he knows how to play. And and maybe part of it is like the coaching staff needs to do a better job. But as year three, man, it, it, this is kind of like a it's not the same as the Wiseman thing because Kaminga's at least an NBA player. But it's, it's far it, from that. It's I, but very he's far not, from that. I just don't think. Uh, I'm not seeing it. There's I mean, nothing. There's, to, there's nothing to see here right now. Like he makes a three tonight. He gets to the rim a couple times. Okay, but his defense is not great. Like he's supposed to be a great defender because of his, his athleticism, but his defense isn't great. His on-ball defense has gotten a lot worse from last season. I, I don't know. I, I kind of again, I kind of feel bad for him because he only gets to play 18 minutes and he has to sit down whenever he makes a mistake. Right. So kind of sucks for him. But I mean, that's life. I mean, his. The player he reminds me most of is Kelly Oubre, which is not exactly. a great, and it's not even the best comp I can come up with, but it's just kind of like has all the physical tools, makes wow plays, but like when you watch them, it's it's more bad than good, right? Like, yeah. uh, Chats game mad at me going, oh, he's way smarter than Oubre. Yeah, yeah, he is in a sense, but it's like yeah, that was a superficial kind of like, you know, fine wing gonna have a 10-year nba career does certain things probably makes too many mistakes to be a winning player in the big picture but with that said 
they're not a lot of six eight guys on this team. Not a lot of <laughs> six eight guys who can move their feet like him or get up like him. It should be your priority to find out if you can turn that inconsistency into a winning player or if he's just going to be inconsistent and then move on from him. You know, like that's that's kind of where I'm at with it, where it's like, all right, we can trot out Clay, Steph, Chris Paul, Looney, Draymond for 40 minutes a game, and they're going to give you a spirited second-round loss to a team that's more athletic than them. Or you can see what you got with some of the younger guys, and you know what? You may still end up just a second round out, honestly. You you may. Uh, but the first path, I feel like it's lock. The second path is an unknown. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York, and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Boys, how's it going, going, man? You know. <laughs> man, come on. Come on, Sam's like, I know your kid didn't die, so at least be a little bit pepper. <laughs> um, my question is, is like, I think what the development part is like. This is year three with Milovic, I believe, is the big man coach that helped with Looney. So my question is, like, if a lot of our hopes is for Joku to do a lot of the things that Eric Gordon with the Nuggets is doing right now on their way to a title, like with a lot of the screening, rolling to the rim hard, a lot of energy putbacks and whatnot i'm confused as to why he's not being more involved with joku's development and he's at the school of screening with kd for whatever reason so that's my only take personally it's fair it's a fair question i I don't know i don't know where they're they're at with him like it just now we're turning this into just the whole thing with him but it's just kind of like I want to see more. I want to see him play more because watching the old guys just not getting it done. Um, I also also don't know what he's like. What what have they what have they developed with him? I'm gonna make it a whole thing because I, don't, I, don't, I like being that guy. But like, what have they actually developed with him? What has he gotten better at since year one? <laughs> Shooting. I, I, yeah, okay. I guess he shot. Uh, he, his shot has been better than it is since year one, right? You, you can say he's a much more cons- he's a more consistent shooter. But other than that, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's gotten really any that better at anything. 
<laughs> can't really dribble. Uh, yeah, but is he no. really had, has, has anyone really had the space to show if they can or can't? I don't. I think we know that he can't dribble. <laughs> um, but but to your point, I, I have always said same as last year that he definitely should still be playing more. I just I just also think that I don't know, he's that good. But yeah, he should be playing more. It's very simple. We watched Corey Joseph play twelve minutes multiple times this season. Yes, objectively, <laughs> he should be playing more. Yes. Yes, and then you can also tie it to someone like Moses Moody, who exactly. it feels like a cleaner fit. Exactly, in some of these things. Yeah, and it's not the like he's asks, great, right? Because he's the like, chat asks how much of development falls on the coaches, how much on the player. Uh, both. It's the magic. It's a magic question. If anyone can answer it, it'd be great. But I know the head coach has said he wants to give his vets space to figure it out. So I know he's not helping. <laughs> that's what I know. So I'll leave it at that. All right, that's good. Good way to. Cap that off and keep it moving. First time calling in. Uh, I've been to guys since the pandemic, so um, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, um, I was just calling. Something about Joku's game just like irritates me. <laughs> I, I don't want to hate it, but something about it, like every it's just his whatever he does, you know his his flaws showed me. Um, but I was kind of thinking, you know, where the record stands. And where the roster is, do you think, like, with the amount of guards we have with Moody, GP2, Steph, CP3, um, and I'd like TJD to get some minutes, like, do you think that a trade is needed? Not necessarily for Zach Levine or a named player, but just another wing, another big that we think has an IQ that is, you know, around that 26 to 29-year-old range. Because I think the, the previous person was talking about Aaron Gordon. I think he was pretty bad in, on the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and him so and Wiggins, him and Wiggins are like the perfect example of bad as the man on the team, and then very good when they're not the man on another team, right? Yeah, and kind of like you know, same thing with Wiggins, right? Where it's like, you know, kind of realizing his role and where he can flourish. Who is that play. guy now that the Warriors? Control? Who is that guy now? I, I don't, yeah. I don't. Zach Levine. Zach Levine is not that. <laughs> is not that guy. another guard. You know, like I, I think watching the defense just funnel everyone into the paint, and then we have no one that can do anything in the paint. Like as much as I love Looney, and he needs a statue as soon as possible. Like you know, like him and and, and I don't know. Just watching everyone funnel in and get easy layups is just is frustrating. Yeah, I mean, d- do they need a trade? Too early to say because they're not going to make a trade before mid January anyway. They need no a trade. one, they need a trade. no, no one does though. You know they what I'm saying? Trade. That's they need that's trade. why I'm that's why I'm focused on you know de- develop your guys right now and you open up the fucking door to make a trade. You <laughs> open like like these are we're gonna get to the here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna play Chris Paul 35 minutes a night and then we're gonna get to the trade deadline and they're gonna be like, oh, no one wanted what we had. It's like oh shocker, they, they didn't want the players you wouldn't take off your bench. I, I cannot believe that no one thought Kuminga was any good because you won't play him. You know, I can't believe no one wants Trace Jackson Davis because he plays four minutes a game. Well, you know, he's so untouchable. Like, That's for me. So, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I get it. It's it's yeah. Let's let's keep it moving on the next one. I don't I don't got much left on Kuminga. Yeah, Chet loves OG Ananobi. Yeah, no shocker. He's definitely the next version of the Aaron Gordon, Andrew Wiggins types, the wing that can defend and stick a shot. Yeah, but he's actually a winning player now. Like the 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 Wiggins Kuminga, or sorry, the Wiggins uh, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon type. 
you're right like a guy miscast where you're like this guy sucks <laughs> like like and then and then you see him in a different situation you're like ooh. Oh no, he's that's hey, right. You're right. 14 points per game. That that dude's a dude. Kyle know? Kuzma, but Kyle Kuzma's another one in the chat. Love that one. But the thing is, he's already won a championship as a role player. So that, it, it, it doesn't yeah, count. He's he's more on the he's more on the Jordan Poole camp. So. Hey, I like Kuzma. He's not. He's not Jordan Poole. I like Kuzma. If if, if Warriors get Kuzma, and they and they keep Wiggins and like Clay, we're, we're, we're cooking with some. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't think that's. Who on Detroit's? Uh, <laughs> it's it's but it, like if you want to go down the Wiggins Aaron Gordon route, it's got to be someone in like a situation where you're just like eh, sucks. Uh, know? Jeremy Grant, Jeremy yes, Grant. That's actually a very good example. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be someone. I mean, they just signed him to a fat contract, and he's he's fourth uh, I, fourth option. Jeremy Grant, very nice. Yeah. Second option, Jeremy Grant. You're. You're gonna win 26 games. You no, know? you're. I've I've watched some Blazers games. Although, season. do the Warriors need a fourth option or do they need a second option? They they. It's uh, a good question. I think they, they did. I mean, on, my honest answer is they just need a, a player. An option. An option. Dynamic. Just give me a dynamic guy, like a guy who, if you give Draymond a couple dynamic wings, I think they can be a good defensive team. It's not really that complicated. I'm in on Jeremy Grant, by the way. I've just I just thought myself into I'm I'm out on Zach Levine because I've I will never be in on Zach Levine, but I, I'm in on Jeremy Grant. I think he could be a useful RJ Barrett. No. No. Uh, you watched RJ Barrett? Have you watched him? Oh, I have my fantasy team. Oh, dude. Yeah. Love him. He's a good life. defender. He's a decent defender, I think. But uh, I'm just okay. I'm just I'm just saying that's that's the example of a guy where you're like this guy sucks. And then you get him in a team where he's a fourth option and all he has to do is defend and hit an occasional shot. And you're like, hmm, maybe. Chat says Cam Reddish. That's been a hell of a pickup for the Lakers. I mean, they, they figured yeah. that one out. Yeah. Oh, you don't think so? In the next couple of weeks. Okay. All right. I'm be a hater. All right. Moose. Uh, Moose. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what's up, guys? Um, one thing I realized with this Warriors team this year is that it's built for the regular season, but I don't think this is built for the playoffs. And let me explain real quick. Um, with Chris Paul on the team, I really feel like Steph gets to rest in game. Like if you watched him this game, like the first quarter and other long stretches when he wasn't touching the ball, I think he likes that during the regular season and it requires him to put in less work, I guess. But the issue is in the playoffs, I don't think they could really rely on benches outscoring the other bench because, you know, in the playoffs, you need like eight solid players in your rotation. So one thing I don't get what they're going to do this year is, listen, I think they're going to win some games. I think this current losing streak is kind of an um, anomaly. But um, I think Seth really appreciates the, this roster. But at the same time, I really don't know if they're going to make a trade midseason because I think it's going to work out. And I think it's gonna, they're going to pay for it in the playoffs. So. I want to know what you guys think about that. I want to know what you guys think about how this roster construction is compared to the regular season and the playoffs. So it's a great call. That's a great call. Yeah, I mean, great Moose, point. great call. I feel like that's the point that Andy and I have been dancing around. Where it's like, I mean, I'm I'm arguing they should play Kuminga for this exact reason. This isn't a, this isn't a playoff team, or like this isn't a Champ- uh, championship championship. This, yeah, exactly. This is a championship. This is a, this is a team that will get to the playoffs. That will oh shocker, they're going to go against OKC and they're going to look too slow and too unathletic 
with the uh, the geriatric millennial lineup. You know, like it's it's one of those things where it's just like invest in your younger players to see if they're better. But to his point, which is you know, I don't know, it's, it's the same point, I guess. Yeah, I, I think he's right. I think Moose the chat says you got to get to the playoffs first. Give young guys some run now. I mean, yeah, that's the other part of it. When you're on a six game losing streak and you're six and eight, you just need to win. You need to win and worry about runway later. You know, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a conference watch right now, Sam. Just real quick, ten seconds. Uh, the top ten I think consists of most people that should be in the postseason. The teams that are behind the Warriors right now are the Clippers, Jazz, Grizz, Blazers, and Spurs. The Warriors are 10th right now, by the way. So of those teams, maybe the Clippers, you can argue, although they're a mess. Uh, so, I mean, like the Warriors will be a playing team, which is not saying much. <laughs> it's just not saying much. But um, it's it's you got to go through these teams that are not uh, – you cannot be the old team, right? The Kings, the Mavs. I mean, the Kings, the Thunder, the Nuggets, and the Timberwolves are what I'm thinking of. It's just It just feels like the same thing over and over. It does the chance saying it feels like a repeat of last year. Sure. Not making it. They're currently not making a case for me to argue different. Yeah. It's just a different type of mediocrity from last year. Last year, they're running around with their heads chopped off right now. They're walking around <laughs> looking old. That's all. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, all right. We got one more. If, I don't know if they'll win more games this year, but yeah, we get one more. We Wait, what, what, how, what did they win last year? 30, 46? 44. 44. 44. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm a bit under the weather, just like you, Sam. So. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I wanted to talk also about the development part, and I agree with everything that you have been saying so far. I just want to add that it seems like from the uh, first of all, when Andy said that um, Kuminga hasn't developed in the last three years, I just want to say that I don't think any young player has developed under this coaching stuff, except maybe Poole. And uh, like even Jordan Poole, we saw him play behind, had to sit on the bench behind Brad Wanamaker, go to the G League, develop his game and then came back and average, I think, like 20 points in the last part of the 2021 season. So. I feel like just there's no intent to develop young players. And the other thing is not all young players are the same. Some respond to one way of coaching, some respond to another. And if the there's no like consistency in minutes when you're not rewarded for good play, like for example, Kuminga played really well two games ago and then he was back on the bench last game. So it's like, even if you play well, you're not sure you're going to start next game. If you make one mistake, you're going to get taken out. And all of that snowballs into what, Sam, you were saying, that um, you need the young players, at least in the regular season, if not for anything else, then to show the rest of the league so you can trade them if need be. And also you can save the legs of some of the vets. Like we saw last season in the playoffs, Steph's legs were shot after the first, first round because he played so much in the regular season and we went to seven games against Sacramento. Clay's legs were shot because he also played I think he played the most minutes on the team last regular season, and he had nothing left in it. In him, nothing left in him for the Lakers series. So, if nothing else, the young guys can at least snatch some minutes from the vets, so that the vets are fresher for the postseason. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's just where I'm at with it. I think, I think at minimum, we can argue what they're doing right now is not working. Not in terms of getting you to where you want to get to. So, try something different. You know. No. Try thirty-one minutes. Timeout. Try calling a timeout when the other team goes on a run on Saturday night. You know, try coaching up your young guys. These are just thoughts. 
try try I'm, it's gonna take it, me it's gonna take me a while to get over that loss try try putting together five guys that can that are long and can guard uh a three-point line maybe try fouling up three maybe uh Corey joseph power forward play played 31 <laughs> minutes tonight by the way which i think is is about about right to where he should play every game yeah i was i was gonna throw this up there um when they had their road trip, the one where they went five and two, or they had a home one home game over the seven game span, minutes distribution saw Steph at thirty two minutes, Clay at thirty minutes, no one else above thirty minutes. Everyone else was in the twenty ish range, uh, and that's probably the appropriate way to coach this team right now. So I understand for one game, you just want to get the win and you're going to ride Chris Paul and Steph and, and what you got to do. But like they need to get back to this, like everyone's playing 20 to 30 minutes and you know, if Kuminga's going well, he's at 28 and he's going poor. It's at 20 type of thing. And Moody, you know, like play it the whole way through because that's where this roster, I don't know where that leaves them overall, but it gives you a better chance of developing it out to be something sustainable. Time. I think we leave it there. Appreciate it, bro. See you Wednesday.